Sensitivity is your superpower, how to harness your gifts, fulfill your purpose, and create a life of joy. And I'd love for you to check out my Sensitive Soul Guide, The Three Ways of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Prosperity, and Personal Power so that you can create those amazing dreams and create that life of brilliant, brilliant love and light. So today I have the pleasure of interviewing Carrie Schmidt. We're going to be talking about uncovering the truth, connect to your power, passion, and purpose, Do you feel unfulfilled and happy and loved alone? Are you tired of fighting a losing battle? Sometimes I hear these kinds of things from our tribe. You know, we all struggle with certain situations, right? Um, Sometimes we lose sight of the power that we hold and what is important. And in the society that's become lost in a world of perfection and instant gratification, our search for more keeps the ego thriving but ultimately leaves us unfulfilled. So many of us see life through a foggy screen because we are conditioned by past experiences. The screen is uh, kind of like a lens, uh, how you perceive others, yourself, and your environment. Um, And, you know, those experiences influence how you think, how you feel, how you react to other people in your situations. And then what happens is your actions stem out of that, whether that's conscious or unconscious, and then you get your results. And I'm I'm personally reading a lot about this through various different sources, and they're all really saying the same thing. And what's amazing is I would say 99% of the average person out there is really completely unaware that whatever happens in their lives is having to do with these, you know, past experiences, whether it be this lifetime or others, you know, this conditioning, and uh, and they, they really feel like a victim, like they're they're complete loss of how they can make their lives different. And so during this episode, I will have the pleasure of interviewing Carrie Schmidt, and we'll be discussing her latest book, Behind the Screen, Uncover the Truth, Connect to Your Power, Passion, and Purpose. And you will learn about the seven-step life timeline system of transformation, the science behind spirituality, love always talking about that, (laughs) connect to your power, and co-create the life you truly desire. And isn't it time that we all dive down that rabbit hole and make a shift with you know, what our lives are, and and therefore affecting other people in a positive way. Now, Carrie is the founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions, LLC. Carrie Schmidt puts the soul into solutions by transforming lives personally and professionally. She's a certified life mastery consultant and executive leadership coach who empowers her clients to gain clarity, purpose, overcome limiting beliefs, and develop a strategic roadmap to achieve their goals. A single mom who achieved executive leadership roles and a six-figure salary, Carrie still felt a longing for something greater. So she embarked on a spiritual journey of personal discovery that turned into a mission to help raise human consciousness and mental health awareness. She launched this book that we talked about, which is now available to purchase on Amazon. So you can check that out in the description of the radio show and connect with Carrie if you love what you hear today, www.carrie-schmidt.com. So that's C-A-R-R-I-E hyphen S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot com. And yeah, so check out her book behind the screen, Uncover the Truth, Connect Your Power, Passion, and Purpose on Amazon or anywhere where uh, books are sold. So I'm going to invite Carrie on right now. Let's uh, unmute Carrie and welcome her to the show. Hello, Carrie. Hi, Dr. Karen. How are you Hi. doing? I'm uh, doing great. There's a little bit of an echo on your line, and I'm not sure if um, there's oh, there's more than just an echo. The the call dropped. So, <laughs> guys, sorry about that. Carrie will be calling back shortly. Um, so I'm going to go ahead in the meantime make sure the chat is open. So if you are joining us live. You can actually type in a question or comment for Carrie, or if you'd like some mini coaching, I love coaching, and I love having free coaching, even better. (laughs) So if you want to take advantage of that, you can write that in the chat, or you can raise your hand later. Just call in 818-514-1190 and hit 1, so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. 
1190 and hit one so you uh, we can unmute you a little later. Hey, Carrie. Hey, can you hear me now? Oh, that's better. And I think the echo's gone. Yay. <laughs> okay. okay, good. I'm excited to talk with you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yes, my pleasure. Thank you for being here. Um, well, you know, as many uh, amazing people that I've met uh, over the, you know, many, many years I've been doing the podcast, they usually have a very, very interesting personal story. <laughs> so be- before we get into your book and the seven step uh, life timeline system of transformation, love for you to share with our listeners, like, who is Carrie Schmidt? Like, how did you grow up? Like, what, what, what influences uh, did you have in your life to get you to this point in your life and your career? Yeah, so I grew up in a small town called Sharon, Pennsylvania. It's about an hour north of Pittsburgh. Um, My family was just poor, (laughs) nothing special, and I really just wanted to kind of do something with my life. I was the first person Mm -hmm. to actually graduate college from my family, a four-year anniversary. And it was an amazing experience just – trying to figure out life altogether. Um, I had an older sister who was eight years older than me. And um, yeah, now I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I enjoy sunshine and blue skies and transforming people's lives. (laughs) Right. So most people don't go to, you know, first of all, you were, you were, you know, um, poor. So how did you find money to go to university? I actually got some student loans. So I was able to put myself through college. I ended up paying back all my student loans right after I graduated. I got a really good job as a customer service representative for a manufacturing company and very quickly kind of climbed the ladder, got into a management position, started transforming different processes, asking some of the tough questions. And, um, Mm. you know, I'm just like a sponge. I want to learn how to improve, how to Mm -hmm. grow, how to get better at life and my career, you know, as a parent, just all the way around. So I really sought out um, the resources that I needed to put myself through college and then be successful as an adult as well. Oh, that's neat. And at some point, you became a single mom. Tell us a little bit about that and and how was that for you? Yeah, so I write about this in my book. I I tell my own personal life stories of struggle, of going through relationship issues and, and different things in life, you know, depression, anxiety, mental health is such a critical topic nowadays. And I mm-hmm. think it's so important for us to kind of let down our walls and share our truth. Um, right after I graduated high school, I got pregnant and um, the person I was with, uh, we it wasn't a very healthy relationship and I was very afraid to kind of raise a child on my own. I was 25 years old and I say that my first wake up call in life was the birth of my son, my angel baby. Mm. And when he was born, it was like, I don't need anything or anyone. I can do anything for this child. So I kind of the eyes, my lens of life was shifted and I now had this amazing person to care for. Um, I ended up leaving the father two months after he was born and he's never been around. So I've raised my son on my own. Um, I dedicated the first four years of his life to him and my career and just focusing on how I can provide for him and give him everything that he needs, even though, unfortunately, you know, he has never had a father. Um, and he's now 15 years old. He's oh, wow. amazing. Uh, just, uh, I just can't believe how great he's turned out from all of the things that we've had to overcome. That's amazing. There, there's a there's a saying that I that I've seen floating around the internet, which I actually really like. It says, "Don't ever apologize for um, raising dragon slayers at a time where there actually are dragons." Yeah. You know, so it's it's uh, sometimes forged by fire, right? Like <laughs> people are stronger and they're wiser, and yeah. So it well, sounds I think like, we go uh, through seasons of life for a reason, and you might not always know the reason. And I like to look back on my life and say, you know, maybe God was preparing me for a larger purpose all along yep. the way. You know, to stand strong in what I believe in, to you know, fight the fight, but love when you need to love, and just. Um, and I feel like I've been. Um, 
positioned to be a greater influence in the world, to have a voice for single mothers, to speak up Mm. for women and say, yes, you can climb that corporate ladder. You can become a CEO, president, vice president, director, whatever it is you want. You absolutely can do that. It takes your will. You know, we have a willpower. That's our gift in this life. And I think it's our gift from God because I am that I am. That is my will, and it allows me to connect to my passion and purpose and really seek out what I want to experience and create in this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you're a woman after my own heart because I love to learn as well, just like a big sponge, you know, <laughs> yeah. like never-ending. It's great. It's a, it's a great attribute and personality trait, if you will, to, to have. Um, tell us about the book and why you decided to write the book. Um, it had been on my heart and soul for a while. I kept seeing the screen, right? And I feel like we have all these screens we look at and we look through. So we look through a computer screen or a TV screen or our phone screen, all these screens that are reflecting (laughs) back to us certain things about life. And based on our own internal screen, we resonate with other screens that we see, um, And sometimes we don't, but it's all in our perspective. It's how we look at life. You know, there's social media and there's advertising and marketing and everybody's trying to get your attention, right? And the new commodity, it's not oil anymore. It's you. It's your personal data. It's your attention. And so through all of these screens, we experience life in different ways. But I think it's so critical to get behind the screen in our mind. And that is your subconscious programming. Your subconscious programming holds all of your experiences, memories, feelings, emotions. um, And a lot of it is related to your childhood and whatever you went through as a child, um, adolescent or young adult is stored in your subconscious programming. Sometimes, we uh, have faulty programs that get installed in our mind, but they uh-huh. continue to play on repeat um, uh-huh. throughout our life as we walk through life, sometimes on autopilot, not being conscious of what is going on in our mind or what's going on in our body. And those faulty programs will affect our results in life until we can become conscious of the program. And so that was really my basis for writing this book. And I use my own personal life stories. My parents got divorced when I was young. My sister and I were split up. Um, That was kind of tough. It's always going to be tough for any child who goes through a divorce Uh and their family splits up, you know, have to move to a different school district, make new friends, and then trying to fit in as a teenager in high school, you know, with different social groups and with other macro-level conditions that play on our society. Um, I was in an interracial relationship when I was a teenager, and my family disowned me. So Uh, I really grew up without a sense of family security. And that turned into, you know, drug and alcohol abuse as a teenager and into early adulthood as I went to college. I always strive for straight A's, but at the same time, I was partying my butt off and... um, (laughs) I wasn't going down a good path, and that that was my first wake-up call was the birth of my son. If mm. You know, I say God planted the seed in me because if my son wasn't born, I'd probably be in jail or dead. So wow, he's wow. my lifesaver. Um, and then, you know, we go through these seasons, and it affects our screen. It affects the way that we look at life, and sometimes we have to shift our mindset and So I use my stories of struggle to teach a system of transformation to, one, uncover unconscious behavior patterns and self-sabotaging habits. That's number one is to tag it. And the the second thing is to go back into your memory bank, your storage, your subconscious program, and determine where did this way of thinking or this behavior um, be when was it presented to me as a child and kind of go through and process the stuff that 
we weren't taught how to process when we were younger. I think emotional intelligence is so critical and key in life. And unfortunately, they don't teach us these things in school, how to properly process our emotions and our feelings. Because emotions are the language of the universe. It's how we interact with each other. And there's a gap between our mental state and our emotional state because emotions don't have brain cells. In fact, they show up quicker than you're cognitively able to process. I think it's like two seconds sooner your emotions show up. Uh So as adults, we let these emotions in our life sometimes, and we will regret or resent certain things. We have to let go of that. So I think it's all a huge transformational process to become conscious of your power, go back and and identify where you may have picked up some faulty programming from your childhood or young adulthood, and identify if that programming is continuing to show up on your screen today on the way that you interact with in your environment, interact at work with other people, interact with your children or your siblings. All of these things play a part in our life. And I didn't learn this until in my 30s, um, just the power that we hold. And so I wanted to, I wanted to just write a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it made a profound difference in you. Now, can you give us some examples from your personal life? What kind of conditioning or, or programming um, that you went through that you discovered, oh, okay, this is not serving me. Can you give, me, give us oh, some yeah. examples? Relationships. So I was in an unhealthy relationship, and I had to learn how to protect myself from being hurt relationship I was in, the guy cheated on me multiple times. And again, I'm a teenager, so I'm having to fight with other girls and go through just an emotional roller coaster that I should have walked away from a lot sooner. But it took me many years to build walls around my heart and to really stop caring. Um, and that was the wrong defense mechanism. So these, we, we build these defense mechanisms in life uh-huh. to protect us. And that defense mechanism that I built wasn't, it was protecting me from getting hurt, but it was also shutting people out. So I learned how to basically shut down, turn off my feelings and emotions and just not care. Yep. Well, obviously I can't have healthy relationships as an adult if I, (laughs) this is my defense mechanism. So I started to become curious and conscious of the way that I was interacting with other people and how I would, if something happened that maybe wasn't serving me, I would just shut down or run away or just cut people out of my life. And now I can see this from a different screen and I can identify real time when I might be reacting to a certain situation based on my subconscious programming, based on my past experiences versus what's really happening and what's showing up at that point in time in the present moment. And with that awareness, I can then shift my mind and feelings and decisions to better serve me and the people who I'm trying to interact with versus shutting down, running away, or cutting them out of my life. Oh, yeah, perfect, perfect. And and for folks that are just tuning in, I'm interviewing Carrie Schmidt, the author of the book Uncover the Truth, Connect Your Power, Passion, and Purpose. You can find that book on Amazon and also connect with Carrie at carrieschmidt.com, so C A R R I E hyphen s c h m i d t dot com and if you are calling in live uh, during the live show you can call in at eight one eight five one four eleven ninety hit one so we know your hand is up if you have a comment if you have a question if you would like some mini coaching you know from Carrie uh, trying to figure out what some of your subconscious blocks might be or some of those um, you know the, the that screen you know that what we're manifesting Um, that can be really really helpful so the number to call in again is 818-514-1190 and hit one 
so Carrie, um, you were saying earlier about uh, depression, anxiety, things like that. Um, I think uh, I think this is pretty like I mean, some people would say this is the real pandemic, you know. Yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that and and how you know your book may be really helpful for folks um, that are having these issues. Yeah. So I think. It's, it's so prevalent because there's so much out of our control nowadays. You know, we're rushing through life. We have all of these expectations from different people, and we're, we're very unconnected and unconscious, right? So mm-hmm. I think depression and anxiety show up, but there's so many, there's ways to deal with these feelings because that's what they are. They are emotional triggers and feelings associated with something, some way of our, some way that we're thinking, um, and those thoughts create these feelings, right? So I go back in my book and I talk about when I was 14 years old, I went to the, my mom took me to the doctor and I was depressed, okay? I was very upset. Well, let's think about why I was upset. Because my boyfriend cheated on me. We broke up. My family's disowned me. I feel like an outcast. Um, I don't know how to deal with the pain that I'm feeling. And so I'm sad and I'm crying and I'm emotional. And the doctor prescribes me Paxil, which is a depression medication, which I explain in the book, you know, made me more foggy-headed, light-headed, tired, And it was not the solution to my problem. What I really needed at that point in time was someone to talk to about how I was feeling, about the betrayal that I felt because my boyfriend cheated on me, about, you know, the, the struggles that I had fighting other girls in high school over a guy. Some of those things seem like the end of the world, to the person who's involved. So if you're a teenager in love, you get your heart broken, your family's not there for you, who do you turn to? What do you do? So it creates these voids in us. And uh-huh. I don't believe that the answer is always just prescribing a pill to, to solve the problem. You have to get to the root of the problem, the root right. cause of the suffering, the root cause of the anxiety, the fear, the worry, the constant chatter in your mind. Like, I just think that the Western healthcare system is way too pharmaceutical driven. um, And we need to stop just pouring money into pills and medicines. And we need to start presenting Um, people with real solutions, you know, just talking through your issues or teaching people how to journal and meditate and exercise. Like there's so many different solutions to deal with anxiety and depression than just prescribing a pill. But Carrie, money makes the world go round. Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm, I have a bigger voice and I want to speak up and say this is not the answer. <laughs> right, right. Well, that makes you automatically a light warrior. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, it can be. Um, and just when you were saying about, you know, your teenage years, and I remember myself, it was just, it was just really difficult. And sometimes as adults, we kind of forget that the young people are going through those that kinds of things day in and day out. And, um, you know, our parents can try to help, but they're adults and, and they have a vested interest <laughs> sometimes in what you do or do not do. So it's really hard if somebody can have a coach or, you know, even going to the counselor was like kind of like a stamp on your forehead, like I, there's something wrong with me, you know, so people wouldn't do that. You know, they wouldn't go right. to the counselor I, like there's something wrong I with you. I still think so, that is the thought process today is like therapy and counseling are for crazy people or something. And that's not true. I think we all need a support system or somebody that we can talk to. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I used to love that work. I'm out of the office right now, but when I was um, now retired, but as a medical doctor, I loved, you know, um, at that point counseling, because I didn't really know how to coach, but, you know, counseling the young people and they really felt heard and, um, 
they felt like there was nothing wrong with them, you know, and it made a difference. And there's only so much one can do one-on-one like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I only had, you know, a handful of um, teenage clients, but I really, really, really loved doing that. So I think that's great that there's more people like you uh, are really like speaking out and saying, hey, you know, there, there are other solutions out there, you know, um, and that's really, really important. So, Carrie, tell us a bit about, uh, in the book, you talk about the life timeline, the seven-step life timeline system of transformation. Um, maybe you can give us some, you know, little bits of it uh, and let us know what we can look forward to when we read your book. Absolutely. So the life timeline system of transformation is basically mapping out your life. So from birth until today, this present moment, that's your life timeline. Now, like I said, we pick up the subconscious programming from our experiences and memories. And we often walk through life unconscious because we're not paying where your attention goes, your energy flows. So what you pay attention to is where you're giving your energy. Sometimes we have to pay attention to what's really going on in our life. So, for instance, I have an unconscious behavior pattern or self-sabotaging habit that pops up. You know, some examples might be you yell at your kids, you know, you shut down, you push people away, um, you do emotional eating, drinking, drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, whatever it is. So if you think about most often, people have a void sometimes. And we often fill these voids with unhealthy habits versus healthy habits. So it's really starting to take control over the wheel of your life and determining where can I improve um, in this situation. Let's say even for example, if you struggle with relationships or interactions at work or different within different situations, start to get conscious of maybe how could I be contributing to the situation. Oftentimes we point the finger at others or we blame others, but we also need to look within ourselves and become more self-aware of how may I be contributing. So that's, that's step one is to become conscious or aware of some of these behavior patterns that you're continuing to exhibit or bring the same reactions into different situations. For instance, say you got cheated on. Now every relationship you have, you don't trust the man because of your past relationship. That's an example of one. Uh So step one is to tag it. Step two is to go back and remember the first time you were inter. Um, um, the first time you basically observed this type of behavior or had some type of interaction with it. And usually it's an experience from your childhood. So number two is to remember it. Go back and remember what happened and, and try to kind of sort it out from your adult perspective today versus back then. Step three is to feel it. We often don't feel the emotions that we need to feel during the period of time because our fight or flight nervous response tells us to either fight or run away, right? So we don't properly process emotions from the past. Emotions are simply energy in motion or they can become stuck energy and we need Mm -hmm. to release that stuck energy. Step four is to flip it. So we have to flip our perspective sometimes of life. Again, we see a situation from our perspective and we don't necessarily take on the lens of the other person to kind of Mm -hmm. view it from their viewpoint. And your perspective within life shapes your reality. So sometimes you have to flip your perspective and try to view the screen or the situation from a different viewpoint. And Try to look for the silver lining. There's not always a silver lining, but sometimes you can look for some type of good that came out of that. So it's flipping your perspective. Step five is to release it. This is, this is energy. Everything's energy. Everything in the universe is vibrating at a certain level. And oftentimes we carry energy from our past into our present, and that energy will continue to kind of play until we can release it. So we have to learn how to release stuck energy from the past so it doesn't continue to follow us around like a black cloud. 
And I explain ways to release stuck energy or repressed emotions. One way is hypnotherapy, which has had a profound impact on my life. Um, step six is to reprogram. That's the fun part. This is where, we, where it gets fun. You get to reprogram your subconscious mind. And this has a lot to do with nerves, um, neuroscience, the nerve cells that fire together, wire together. So we have to create new feedback loops in our brain so that we can manifest the life that we would love. So defining what you would really love. Where would you love to be, see, go, do in life? What is it? And it's really defining that and then starting to build the new program in your mind and repeat it. Step seven is to resonate. It's resonating in the energy of that which you want to manifest or create, but you have to resonate that energy now. So if I want to be a sold-out speaker and, you know, um, talking on stages to hundreds of thousands of people, then I need to start showing up as that sold-out speaker, right? So it's the energy that you exude. It's how you communicate, how you show up, how you vibrate on a daily basis because again everything's energy so when you resonate you're like a tuning fork in the universe and it's whatever channel you're tuning into is what you will attract Um, and I just think it's so profound so that's the seven step system of transformation there's a thing called the 2190 rule which says it takes 21 habits 21 days to break a habit and 90 days to reprogram a new state of being So that's why most coaching programs are 12 weeks, because you have to reprogram that new way of thinking and feeling every single day until it becomes a habit. Right, right. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I hadn't uh, actually heard, I've heard 21 days, I've heard 90, I've heard 40, you know, different things, but I like that, the 2190 rule, that makes sense to 21 days to break the habit and then 90 days to install a new program or a new habit. Yes. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I actually did a a punching. uh, I'm a Kung Fu student, so in case you're wondering, (laughs) I did a punching challenge and uh, I wanted to do for 21 days to start. And, um, and if I had forgotten a day, I would have to start all over again. So it took me four months to complete the 21 day challenge. And then after I did, I kept going. And when, wouldn't you know it, I, I went way past 90 without even any effort or forgetting because that yeah. 21 days just kind of like, oh, I forgot again. Okay, let's start again. You know, and, and it was really interesting um, just, uh, you know, letting go of shame or like yeah, guilt or, oh, I didn't do it again or you know, bad me or whatever. You know, it's just like keep going, just keep going. And I think that a lot of people, if they just keep going, uh, would have the success of what it is that they say they want. But some people just get really, really down on themselves based on their programming, right? <laughs> yeah, um, and that's the thing is most people give up right when they're right when they're about to break through. They'll give up uh-huh. because of the fear, doubt, worry, or it's hard, or I'm doing it alone. Whatever those things are, you just got to keep going. Like, don't give up. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So that that is the it can be a trigger in a bad way or a trigger in a good way. So it could be a trigger in wow, I feel like giving up, right? I feel like giving yes. up. I feel like I, I'm wasting my time. I feel like I made the wrong decision. Sometimes we hear that from students who are really 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 keen on, you know, uh doing a program and I'm sure you get that as well. They they buy into the program, they invest the money and the time, and then they go, oh, I don't think this is right for me, right? And it's just at that point the resistance hits, and if they go through that resistance and heal that resistance and whatever programming is in the past, then they go on to be some of the, the you know, the best results ever, <laughs> you know. It's so program. true. My, I used to tell my friend Vicki, I made a goal of mine in 2019 to stop canceling on my calendar, This was when I first started my business and I would schedule like networking events or workshops and all of these things. So every single day in my calendar was like full. And so I'd get, I'd get to, you know, the next day and I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like going tonight. I don't really (laughs) want to do this today. And even though I didn't want to, I still showed up. And every single time I showed up past the resistance of not wanting to go, 
Uh-huh. It was either a divine connection I made. Yeah. Like something happened where I was like, thank God I went. Thank God I didn't cancel on my calendar. <laughs> so exactly. Step into, you know, it's stepping outside your comfort zone. It's uncomfortable. You know, I don't want to go out. I don't want to put myself out there and meet new people or, you know, but you just never know when you do it what may meet you on the other end. And it could just be life changing. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and if folks want to uh, call in and raise your hand, uh, the number is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Or you could actually write a comment in the chat as well if you're live with us on the show. And uh, to get a hold of Carrie, you can get to Carrie Schmidt dot com. So that's C A R R I E hyphen S C H M I. D-T-O. Did I get that right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was doing it from memory. Um, uh, Carrie, thank you so much for sharing the seven steps. Uh, as far as questions related to that, I did have one that came up, and one is that what if somebody can't, because of trauma or whatever reason, and I've seen this before in my practice, um, is that they don't remember their childhood, right? So step two is like remember, but they actually don't because the trauma is whatever it is and their subconscious is like, oh, let's not remember that. So what do right. they do in that step if they can't remember when it started? Um, I think that that is, you know, hypnotherapy is very powerful because our body, you know, based upon – the fight or flight nervous response is there to protect us and it's really our survival mechanism. And if we go through some serious trauma where you just don't remember, it's it's still in your subconscious, but there's a block. So if you want to take it further and really uncover those memories um, in order to process them, then one thing I would suggest is hypnotherapy because it's basically taking you into a meditative state and, you know, the hypnotherapist will ask you questions and in your mind leads you to the places that need to be healed. Um, for me, each time I went into a hypnotherapy session and she asked me certain questions, I went back to places that I didn't even know still bothered me like consciously. And I was able to cry and, you know, release um, some emotions. And then she, she would take me to kind of heal myself back then from my adult self now. Mm-hmm. And each time it's been transformational for me. But I would say to seek professional help from someone who is certified and able to give you kind of a safe experience, a safe place to go back and access those memories because there's a reason why you can't remember. Um, And that's probably due to the trauma, right? So, Right. And that sounds like that safe space would also be really good for the the other step, which is to feel it like before really feeling it. Because some people that have had like sexual abuse or, you know, something like that, that some I I remember a friend of mine in medical school, she kept blanking out during her exams. The woman was brilliant, but she Mm -hmm. was failing because she would just go into a dissociative state during the exams. Now, I know some of the other students were like rolling their eyes like, oh, God, you know, not her again, you know. But I was one right. of my, you know, best buddies and friends. I felt really bad for her. I wasn't equipped as a, you know, young person to know what to do except listen and hug and, you know, um, mm-hmm. and understand. But it was like when those traumatic memories finally came through, um, she remembered things from her father, guns. I mean, it's just stuff, you know, that was pretty intense. And I can imagine if someone is feeling uh, that that could, could potentially – be really uh, triggering for them Um, and so it'd be really really helpful to have a you know someone like yourself or a coach or you know have that safe space so they know they're supported um, when they're going through something super traumatic like that absolutely and then bringing those memories and feelings up to the surface you know that that it really is a transformational experience to be able to bring it up and then release it and and that's mm. the key is releasing the past right. from 
your energy body, your biofield. Um, so definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that um, some people, you know, get stuck in it because they don't have help, right? They don't have help, mm-hmm. they don't support, so they keep reliving the nightmare over and over again without being able to release it, not knowing how to release it, not being supported to release it. So, yeah. um, and and I, and for me, I notice when people are afraid of feeling it's, and we're not telling people at all at all that that you have to re-experience trauma. Okay, that's not what we're saying. No. <laughs> um, but the feeling piece is I notice, like, if I'm having an emotional reaction, um, that if I just tune into my body and feel the energy or the vibration or the movement in my body with the reaction going on, but if mm-hmm. I'm sad, angry, whatever, that um, the mind gets canceled out of it, like the, the thought process of, oh, this is really bad because, you know, all that stuff, because I get the mind to focus on the body. <laughs> and right. so. It's it's getting disciplined to focus on what does it feel like in the body. Then then that whole traumatic feeling and all that kind of stuff. Actually, um, there's no opinion about it. It's just energy and what you're saying. Yeah. You know, energy in motion, energy emotion. So if we can move it, release it, um, and that's one of the ways you know that I've personally found really really helpful is just feel it in the body and. Um, and for those of us that are really sensitive, <laughs> that can be really helpful. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, I'm doing this work in my life now. Even though I wrote a book, it took me four years to write this book, apply the system of transformation to my life, vet it, validate it. And I continue to do it today. Like I'm in a relationship uh-huh. with the man of my dreams. I'm totally in love, happy, we're in a healthy relationship, but I notice my own unconscious behavior patterns when they show up yep. and I'm working through them and, you know, acknowledging the fact that this is a program from the past and it's okay for me to set boundaries or, you know, journal when I have a certain feeling, um, you know, sometimes we like to maybe overreact or think about something too much, right? So it's it's identifying when it's showing up for you in your present moment. And you can then apply the system of transformation to that topic, whatever's happening. You know, relate this back. Okay, is this a program? Is this really affecting me today? Or is it uh, an emotion that's showing up from my past that's affecting me today? So uh-huh. really, and when you do this type of work and when you apply it to your life, it's an everyday thing. This is, yes. this is life that we're experiencing. There's always going to be highs and lows, ups and downs, you know, but we don't have to ride the roller coaster with the highs and lows, ups and downs. We can gain more balance and be more defined in ourselves. So that we're not going on the roller coaster, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think that daily work. Um, you know, some people have this is a condition. Uh, you know, think that oh, well, I've done so much work and I'm done, so I'm done. You know, <laughs> and you're what I notice is that yeah, it's like I'm like when you're done, you die. You know, like <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's it's a constant um, uncovering. You know, a, a constant blossoming or evolution of discovery it goes deeper and deeper and like it you said about the relationship you know with your the man of your dreams is like as these things come up maybe it's not as big as they were 10 years ago or something like that um maybe a lot of the junk you know moved out released uh but there could be little things and it could be things that uh you know we we remember oh yeah um i got that conditioning from society or my mother or Mm -hmm. you know something like that and then as you work on it on a daily basis is what my husband and I are doing now. Some, yeah, sometimes there are uncomfortable moments for sure. Um, But I think that our egos want to say, Oh, we're done. We're done. Right. Big work now. Everything should be great. Perfect. (laughs) I should never be uncomfortable. (laughs) And that, that's, that that's the key is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. One of my favorite sayings. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the moment, it, it definitely is not comfortable. And sometimes you yeah, have to pause and 
you know, gather yourself back. Um, so, Carrie, l- tell us a little bit about what your offerings are um, through your website, what, you know, people are interested in this kind of thing, what they can do to work with you or programs you have. So I, I offer a variety of different life coaching programs. My signature program is called the Dream Builder, which is 12 weeks, and it helps you basically define what it is you would love in your life. It's kind of like a strategic vision for your future, you know, if it's health and wellness, love and relationships, time and money, freedom, your career, any area of life you can improve, but you have to define what it is you want first. And a lot of people can't even answer that. So I help people get clear on what is their passion, purpose, connect to their power inside and be able to bridge the gap between where they are to where they really want to be. And with this 12-week program, it takes you deeper into focusing on your mindset, the way your thoughts affect your feelings, your feelings affect your actions or reactions and how your actions or reactions affect your results. Um, So really helping people level up their life and or business. Um, so that's that's the life coaching side. I am an executive leadership coach, so I go into companies and I can very quickly um, see the waste in the process. I'm a Six Sigma black belt and lean manufacturing expert, so I'm trained on how to standardize processes, build training programs, um, build SOPs, and really create a culture of continuous improvement and it starts with empowering the people who do the job you know if it's I grew up in the manufacturing industry so the people on the floor those people running the machines or running the equipment they're the ones adding the value so you have to listen to their wants and needs and effectively um, give them the tools and resources that they need to increase your productivity and profitability. So I do a lot of business consulting as well. And then, you know, if you get the book behind the screen, there is a lifetime journal in the back. So it comes with a complimentary journal. So as you go through the seven step system of transformation, you will be asked questions that you can apply to your own life. The journal is huge. When you finish the book, if you want to go deeper and take this work and get more personalized support, I offer a 12-week coaching program that's called Master Your Mindset and Heal Your Soul. And it takes you deeper into that seven-step system where I work one-on-one with you to help you kind of go back and observe, you know, the trauma or what you went through in the past, identify how it's showing up on your life, and give you concrete Um, tools and actions that you can take to move your life past the trauma, past the faulty programs, and really just live happy, free, and joyously. (laughs) Because that's what Uh we're here to do. We're here to experience this life to the fullest of its ability. And I like to say I like to suck the marrow out of life, just every ounce (laughs) of it I can get. Because tomorrow isn't promised to any one of us. Life flies by in the blink of an eye. I can't believe it's almost September. So we really have to be conscious of where we're spending our time, energy, and attention. And if you're not getting a return on investment, meaning you're not happy in life, then you might need to reassess and refine your vision. So um, on my website, you can book a complimentary strategy session to speak with me. Um, I'll spend an hour with you just kind of answering any questions that you have, um, uncovering, you know, what it is you want to improve in your life or business, and then um, we can talk about what it looks like to work with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds great. So, again, for folks that are listening in, it's Carrie schmidt.com so there's a hyphen between carrie and schmidt and schmidt is spelled s-c-h-m-i-d-t.com and there you can check out uh, the work at the top it says work with carrie and then there is a link there complimentary strategy session so you can check that out to uh, have an interview with carrie and to see what uh, you know 
at least, you know, you'll clarify what it is that you wish to create, transform, uh, see in your life. And, and that can be really, really helpful. Uh, at this point, Carrie, I, you know, in the past, I was like coaching. I don't need coaching. Um, but, <laughs> but then, you know, I ended up learning figure skating, had coaches there. And then once I started with, you know, life coaching and then business coaching, now it's like I'm not turning back. It's just so helpful because we have blinders like this that screen right we have blinders on what we mm-hmm. think we know um and uh the bigger you know somebody that's been there done that can really really be helpful for us and be that objective other uh, for us to see things that we hadn't seen before that were there below the surface that maybe somebody else has insight over because they've done it so absolutely it's the best money i've ever invested in myself yep. and i like to say to people you know you have to invest in yourself no one else is going to. <laughs> so, you know, take take it because every good player needs a coach. And every team yep. that's successful has people, you know, that are there building it up. So sometimes we all need our own personal coach to help us see, you know, what there is out there. There are infinite possibilities, infinite connections, and it's really just stepping out your comfort zone and taking action. Sometimes the goal might seem way too big, but I tell my clients all the time, baby steps every day. What's one thing you can yeah. do today to move you in the direction of your dream and do it? Mm, that's that's really great. And the accountability is, you know, so important because we can make up our own excuses and uh, we can convince ourselves out of anything, really, because our egos are really yep. good at the, doing that. So when you have that coach, when you have that objective person or that mentor, I can, it could, I mean, it, it's so much better, uh, even though sometimes it's uncomfortable when the coach or mentor points mm-hmm. certain things out, but with love, you know, <laughs> patterns. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I, I totally believe in that. That investment is so important. Um, great. And I see that. Uh, so, Carrie, you're on um, Instagram and uh, Facebook, of course, uh, TikTok and LinkedIn. Um, so folks want to connect with Carrie on uh, those platforms as well. You can check her out uh, there. So Carrie, is there anything else you want to share before we end for today? You know, just um, know that you can create, co-create the life that you absolutely love living. If you're looking for your soulmate, I manifested mine. It took two years, mm-hmm. but I'm now in the relationship with my soulmate. So <laughs> Yay. whatever it is, want to find do see be just take action don't wait because like I said you know most people wait for the wake-up call or what I call the three D's death disease or divorce don't wait you know start today if you feel called if you have an inclination or an intuition that this is something that you might be interested in then just take action book a complimentary strategy session and let's talk all right Sounds fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Carrie, for being on the show. Bless you, and thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye.